Ladies and gentlemen, we are here in the End Zone Podcast. My name is Caleb Anglin. Alongside me is my good friend, Cade Ritchie. Cade Ritchie, this is the reboot of the In the End Zone Podcast. I used to do it with two fellow friends of mine. Um, they've both moved on. Uh, I, we kind of just took a break from the last school year, and now we're back. Just me, though, and Cade is going to be joining me, and this will hopefully be a weekly thing. I would love to do this. But, Cade, introduce yourself. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I appreciate you for having me on and the opportunity. Um, so just a little bit about myself. I've been watching football since I can remember. Um, my first real football memory was uh, the Colts-Bears Super Bowl, where we ended up losing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was not cool. Um, I am a lifelong Bears fan, though, win or loss. Um, and it has been really hard in my lifetime. That is unfortunate, I will say. Yeah. But sometimes, I mean, you, it's, a whole, it's a whole process. Every year is different. You never know. You, everybody has hope regardless of your team unless you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, um, yeah, so being a Bears fan – have you ever been to Chicago? Like, how many times have you been to a Bears game in Soldier Field, if any? I hate to say it. I've never actually been to a Bears game um, at Soldier Field, and I actually haven't been to uh, a Bears game um, unless you count the preseason. I did go the year after the Super Bowl to, uh, I believe it was a week one preseason. I was in seventh grade, and I had not even turned seven yet. So, yeah, I went up there. Hate to say, the Colts fans are pretty hostile. I was like a six-year-old boy, and I was getting a little bit of uh, hate because I had an Erlacher jersey on. But um, I've been to Chicago a bunch. Um, I went there on my eighth-grade trip, and then we've taken a few family vacations up there. But have never caught a game, um, especially now because the ticket prices at Soldier Field are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's a regardless of how the Bears have been doing in recent years. I mean, it's always it's a very iconic. A stadium you know everybody wants to go there just like everybody wants to go to Lambeau even though they haven't won a Super Bowl in years you know what I mean so it's just it's one of those things where you know but as a fan of the Bears I mean hopefully you get to go to a game eventually man hey as soon as corona clears I'm praying hey we, we were going to try to go to Colts at Chicago this year I mean hopefully I mean if they bring back like some sort of capacity by then never say never um Ooh. Depending on whether or not the tickets are uh, going to be super inflated because they will have limited attendance if they have attendance at all, yep. we definitely won't have to make an appearance. Yeah, if not, we'll have to get together and watch the game. But uh, today, in our first episode of the In the End Zone reboot, we are going to be doing our predictions for the 2020-2021 season. Um, it is beginning. It's coming up very soon on Thursday is opening kickoff in Kansas City. Texans are traveling to Kansas City to play the Chiefs, Super Bowl champions. Um, it's going to be an exciting one. It's going to be an exciting season. It's going to be different. It's going to be weird. It's going to be just everything that we wouldn't expect is happening. And it's just – it's actually awesome because football is something that everyone can come together and just – love together you know and it's just something that everybody can talk about I mean even if you don't like even if you don't watch football like like I do or like Cade does you can still you know it still affects your life regardless whether it be social issues political stuff like about the game you know so uh, oh yeah I completely agree um I'd say uh, a lot of it there are personalities in the NFL where you might not be you know, an avid sports fan of a specific team um 
you know, everyone loves Lamar Jackson as a new emerging star. I'm about to say he really um, diversifies the league. Um, and I know he just won an MVP super young. And the young generation is starting to take over as we uh, right before our eyes. Yeah, and it's, it's very exciting. Uh, but to start off, we can – we can go through. We made our predictions. We got the AFC one through seven with the new uh, wild card rule. There's going to be three wild card teams, so there's going to be three wild card games. And the number one seed is the only seed in both conferences that gets a bye week. So I'll have you start us off. We can do AFC first, and then move to NFC. Just uh, read off your uh, one through seven. All right. So my one through seven seed in the AFC. I'll go ahead and start with my number one. Um, it's not very bold prediction, but I'm going the Kansas City Chiefs at number one. Um, they brought back most of their talent. Uh, it was a big question mark on if they could keep Chris Jones, and they seem to have locked him up. Um, and also, I love Damian Williams, don't get me wrong, but I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to be a great player. Um, so that is my reasoning with them, number one. And obviously, I mean, Pat Mahomes is the greatest football player on the planet. But um, – <laughs> My number two, also not very bold, but you never know what could happen. I have the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Um, I think that they beefed up their defense, even with the loss of Earl Thomas getting uh, Calais Campbell. I think that was a huge move. Um, and then they brought in J.K. Dobbins in the second round of the draft, which I think is going to be good for them as well. <clears throat> My third seed, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Okay. I think that they have a, a really good defense. And then um, – but the acquisition of Stefan Diggs, I think that that's going to be huge for them. I think the offense is going to uh, be leaps and bounds better than what they were last year. Um, my fourth seed, I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts, believe it or not. Um, I think that they win their division. I think the division has digressed a good bit. It looked this like it was year. going to come up, too. Everybody, it looked like at one point every team of <clears throat> the Indianapolis Colts was on the come up at one point. And then, you know, with the Jags being the crazy team to make the AFC Championship just in 2018, I believe, a couple – like, a few years ago. And now they're at the bottom. They got 11 picks this upcoming draft and next offseason, you know. So, I mean, everybody is regressing. But the Colts are coming back up. They get a new quarterback, I think. We'll be talking about it later, but go ahead and just keep going. All right. So, yeah, once again, I agree that um, <clears throat> the Colts didn't seem like they were heading in a very good direction, especially with the departure of Andrew Luck. No, that still stings for you a good bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I just think that the Colts are, uh, have a great defense, a super underrated defense, um, especially with uh, – what's his name? D-Tackle, uh, the new the guy. Butner? The Forrest Buckner, yes. I think that is going to be humongous for you guys. Um, you guys still have Justin Houston, correct? Yep. Yeah, I think that that duo is going to be scary on the line. Um, yeah, Leonard, yep. Yeah, oh, Darius Leonard's great. Malik Cooker, I think, is going to play well this year. Um, but the biggest thing is, you know, you guys got Phillip Rivers over Jacoby Brissett. And I think he will do good during the regular season. Um, but Maybe a struggle uh, in the offseason, but it depends on how – you know, it depends on how the offensive line works for them. You know, if they give them time, which they were – you could argue that they are the best offensive line of football behind you – know, You can't argue they're the best. I mean, they could be probably second to Dallas because they got pretty pretty solid offensive line. But They do have a very solid offensive line. But Big Q is my guy. Love him. Um, but furthermore, with the number five seeds, this is the first wild card team in the new playoff format that's debuting this year. 
Um, I have the Tennessee Titans. I think that although that the division has uh, regressed with the uh, Texans and Jags, I still think the Titans are a really great football team. You know, they went to the AFC Championship last year um, and played pretty well. But, you know, they lost to Patrick Mahomes, who's the greatest football player on the planet of the earth. Um, And I think that their defense is still going to be an elite-level defense this year. And I think uh, Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry can do enough to – get them to the playoffs uh with my number six seed i'm going the pittsburgh steelers okay now i think that they have a top three defense in the league i think their defense is absolutely insane um i don't have them winning their division obviously because uh the ravens you know they are a different breed and they also have a great defense um but I have them uh, making the playoffs this year. I think the difference between this year and last year was uh, Big Ben. And uh, I think that he's going to weld them to the playoffs, and I think that offense will run a little bit smoother. I mean, they won eight games with Doug Hodges and Mason Rudolph pretty much, just going back and forth, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean with, with never a, know what a good starter is. With Big Ben, who is a Super Bowl champion, as we all know, he could come back in and he could just be crazy. Now, I'm not high on the Steelers personally, but, you know, anything can happen. The Steelers having a tremendous defense, you know, that helps a lot. And, you know, I just don't think they have very many weapon, weapons. I don't think their running back is the greatest. You know, you could argue that he's, you know, he's in the middle of the pack when it comes to top 32 running backs for every starter and on every team. You know, he's in the middle of the pack. I don't think he gets top 20, though. That's just my opinion, though. But – you know, Big Ben coming back certainly does help. It brings leadership. You know, they could sign somebody before the season starts or in the middle of the season, trade for somebody. Who knows? You know, it could just make them, you know. But the Ravens are going to be tough. The Browns, I think, are going to be tough. And then the Bengals could slip a game in on them also. So, I mean, I just think Steelers are in a bad position. I don't think they're going to be – I don't think they're going to be what you think they're going to be. But, you know, that's all – that's what sports banter is about, man. Oh, I agree 100%. Speaking of the devil, when you bring up the other AFC North team, I got the seventh seed also uh, going in the AFC North, and I have the Cleveland Browns finally making it in. Um, It will be their first year with all that super young talent, Um, and I believe Baker Mayfield is going to cut down on the interceptions this year, and the biggest thing is, I mean, you can't possibly suck that much. Yeah. with all the offensive talent. They just got Austin Hooper um, in free agency. They'll have – um, coming back? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they'll have Miles Garrett coming back. I think that defense is going to be, you know, relatively solid. But I just think with the offensive talent on that team, you cannot they also that badly. also got Jack Conklin, who's one of the better guards in the National Football League, from Tennessee mm-hmm. this offseason. So that's going to even beef up their offensive line even more and give Baker a little bit more time to throw. And with him being like a shorter uh, quarterback, you know, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL that are short and, you know, may not live up to the expectations. But, I mean, he's he's really been low. What'd you say? Prototypes are out, man. Yeah. It's all about winners. I think Baker Mayfield is a winner, despite not winning very much (laughs) because it's Cleveland. Yeah. They've also had bad situations with uh, Freddie Kitchens. You know, he came in his rookie year, and he was, uh, you know, he was overweight. He admitted it, too. Uh, I think he's – I've seen pictures of him recently. He's gotten in shape, and I think he's taken it serious. I think Kevin Stefanski is a great – he was a great – was he quarterback coach or offensive coordinator for Minnesota? 
I don't remember. I'm not. I'm not hundred percent. Yeah, I think he was a quarterback coach. Yeah, he was something like that. But you know, especially if he's a quarterback, he's going to be able to help Baker, specifically Baker. You know what I mean? To help be a team leader and a good player, especially with all the weapons that they're giving him. Um, but yeah, I think the Browns are going to do something. Um, but now I can. Now I'll read mine to you. I mean, we have similar teams, but there's some that we differ on. So I'll just go ahead and say number one. Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champions, coming back. They're going to be the same beast they have been. They've only added to what they already have. Uh, they lost Super Bowl MVP – or they, they didn't lose Super Bowl MVP because Pat Mahomes won it. I thought – No, they What didn't. went through my head oh, is that yeah, Damian, yeah, Williams, yeah, right. Damian Williams should have won it, but he 100%. did 100%. But uh, that's, what, that's what was in my head. But uh, second, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Um, specifically speaking, I don't necessarily like – the Calais Campbell move, I get that he's a veteran guy. He's a pretty solid defensive tackle. But I think his his good years are way behind him. I think, you know, everything ahead of him, he may be able to get one good one in, but the defense on the Ravens is so good that it doesn't really matter how he does, you know. Um, but then third, I have the Indianapolis Colts. I think, you know, the addition of Phillip Rivers, if you watch him last year, the Chargers really, they didn't have a good offensive line at all probably bottom tier in the league. And, you know, he didn't really have much time to throw, but when he did have time to throw, he can he can get the ball right where the receivers are, like spot on. Like he is very accurate. And he's one of – I mean, honestly, everybody just disses his throwing form. So I feel like that's a big reason everybody says he sucks, um, which he doesn't. He just is one of those guys that has been in the leagues for so long but has never won an MVP or made a Super Bowl. You know, he's just one of those guys. You have to diss him if he hasn't done one of those things and has played for that long, you know. Because even Eli did it, and the Giants weren't the greatest team of all time, you know. So, but How many fourth quarter one-score interceptions do you think he's thrown in his life? Oh, I don't even know, dude. How many Super Bowls does he win if he doesn't do that? I mean, honestly, they, uh, they made the AFC Championship not too long ago. That was the best year they've had. Or was it the – it was either – AFC Championship or Divisional. They went into New England. And obviously, if you go into New England, it's just trouble automatically. So, But uh, we won't talk about that. That's in the past. He's looking to the future. He's got a good offensive line, some decent weapons. And hopefully, you know, with being in uh, Sirianni and Frank Reich's system before in San Diego, hopefully he can boost, like, come back and be the same guy he used to be. Um, but uh, at the fourth seed, I have the Buffalo Bills. I think, you know, Stephon Diggs is a huge addition. They added a they added some who they who they get um oh who's the they got Zach Moss as a yeah Zach Moss that's who it was yeah I think you know I saw a thing the other day <laughs> talking about it off um, off Zoom but um they said that Devin Singletary has been fumbling a lot in practice so if he you know if he keeps slipping up then maybe Zach Moss takes over and I think that can maybe benefit him or they could have a two back. You know, backfield, I think that could help a lot, too, because a lot of teams won't know what to expect, you know. So, I think the Bills are going to be a good team. I am very high on Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen. I love watching him play. He's got a cannon for an arm. Probably one hands. of the best arms in the league. Like, probably him and Mahomes are top two, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, we had them swapped. We had – you had Bills three. I had – Colts three but still I think the Bills will be up there regardless if it's three or four um but then at five I have the resurgence of Cameron Newton bringing the Patriots 
to the playoffs again, still being in the playoffs. They're not going anywhere because Cam Newton's a former MVP. He's been working his butt off just to get back to where he was, and he's just – he's been incredible and uh, in, in the past. And, you know, in the Super Bowl, I feel like he was just too cocky, and he was like, ah, I'm the man because I just won MVP. You know what I mean? Like, the Broncos ain't going to beat us. And then he comes in there and has a bad game, doesn't – didn't Seriously, even go for the fumble. Didn't go for the fumble. That's what a lot of people talk about when you look at that Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, he's a seriously underestimated. Uh, he seriously underestimated the Broncos in that Super Bowl. But I think a lot of people are counting him out. Um, I don't know for what real reason. I think uh, the shoulder is a big issue that uh, hopefully he can get behind. You know, he sat out almost all the last season. Yep. Um, so I think a healthy cam will be good. My thing with the Patriots is I wanted to put them in the playoffs so badly. But I don't know uh, what weapons they're going to have on offense. They just cut Muhammad Sanu. Did you see that? Uh, I believe it was yesterday. Yep. He's going to be throwing it to a bunch of clerks at Walmart. <laughs> Possibility, yeah. But a bunch uh, of five ten white guys. You got Devin Asiasi, who looks promising from what I've seen. You got Julian Edelman, who is Julian Edelman. He's one of the most clutch receivers that we've seen in the Super Bowl. Like, whenever they were in the Super Bowl, he's very clutch when it comes to big-time moments and when you need to get the ball off. You know, you can just throw it to him, and he'll catch it regardless. You know, even if it bops off some dude's helmet and goes into his hands or something crazy, you know. Um, but I think Julian Edelman's not going to lose a step. You know, you still got Sony Michelle. I don't know. I think possibly James White opted out. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I thought he did. I don't know if if you know. If not, if it doesn't matter. If he so. plays, that's great. If he doesn't play, they still got Sonny Michelle, so I'm not very worried. <clears throat> but I think the Patriots are still going to be good. I think Cam Newton, he won't get back to that MVP level, but he'll still be good because when he's healthy, the Panthers always had a shot at winning games when he was healthy, regardless of who was on the field. So that's why I'm saying you got – the greatest coach, arguably. No, you have the greatest coach, no, you have arguably the greatest, greatest coach of all time. And then you got Cam Newton, who's a former MVP. You put that in there. They were going to use Jarrett Stidham, and I thought they were still going to be pretty decent. So then you throw in an MVP in there. I mean, you got me. You got me. They're so, I think they're going to make the playoffs. And then at six, I have the Houston Texans. Really? You yeah. believe in Bill O'Brien? I don't. It's not that I don't. It's not that I believe in Bill O'Brien. It's that I believe in Deshaun Watson. You know, I I I, I used to say ah, I don't really like Deshaun Watson. I think he's overrated. But I've watched his film. I've seen what he's done. He's tore up the Colts sometimes, not all the time. You know, um, but he's just he's. I mean, he's just a great talent. He's like he's top five in the league at quarterback right now, possibly top three. He may be three, but um, he may be three. He may be three or four. Three or four. You could put Russ up there, too, I think. I think Deshaun Watson is. But I think he has, you know, incredible playmaking ability. I think he can run. He can throw. He can throw with one eye closed or hit whatever happened in that one game. I think it was against the Eagles. But I think, you know, I don't think they'll, they'll go far in the playoffs, but I think they're going to make it. And then at seven, I have the Browns, just like you do at seven. I think the Browns, you know, you can't be this bad with that talent. You have – Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr., how bad can you be – like, how long can you be bad with that? You have – Yeah, that's that's my biggest point is they have – they have a generational talent uh, there. And uh, I don't think I talked about their backfield with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They have 
top 10 players at every position on offense, really, as far as skill position goes. And uh, Austin Hooper, David Njoku. I mean, that's a great duo. They got a great duo at wide receiver with, like you said, Odell and uh, Landry. And then I think the best running back duo in the entire league. I don't know who else could compete with that. But uh, Kareem Hunt was the best running back in the NFL, um, realistically. What was it, two years ago? Yeah. And uh, then with Nick Chubb being arguably one of the top five backs last year, um, so I don't. I just don't see how you can go wrong with that, and how you can lose. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think, I think, I think Stefanski will be a good fit, and better than Frank Kitchens. At least he has experience with something. <laughs> but, <laughs> but then we'll go NFC. We'll try to hurry it up because I don't. We still got our predictions coming up. So um, I'll start off with this since you start off the AFC. Uh, the number one seed. I have the Seattle Seahawks. Really? Yes. Now, everybody knows that's my friend, knows that I like Jimmy Garoppolo. That's probably my favorite player that's not a Colts player. But I think, you know, I think the Seahawks are going to beat them by a game. Probably they'll probably they'll probably get a game on them, and that'll probably be what gets them. But um, I think Seahawks, you know, I think Russell Wilson's destined to have a, a season and get back to – the big game. Now, I don't. I don't not saying I have him to get to the game, but I think he's going to have a good season to where it makes people think that they have a very good shot at making it to the game. Um, so I have them at one. At two, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Tampa. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody hates on Tom Brady because he's so good. But how can you hate greatness? Just like LeBron James, how can you hate that? You're, you're, we're watching it with our own eyes. We've watched it since we were little and started watching football. We've seen this. Now, I don't compare LeBron to uh, Tom Brady, but um, I'm Tom just saying with, with basketball, that's like you know he's no Michael Jordan. Okay, you could compare him to Michael Jordan. Same. I'm talking about LeBron because we're living through it and watching it. We didn't get to watch. Michael we're living through it. That is true. But I think um, you know. They have they've gotten every big free agent there is. So I mean, <laughs> they can they yeah got, everybody's going to Tampa. It's the new my Golden State Warriors. Yep, they got Tom Brady. Gronk came out of retirement. He said, oh, "I don't like I don't miss football." And then he apparently just somehow misses it. Gets a text from Tom Brady one day saying, "Hey man, just come just come to Tampa real quick, man. <laughs> Give me one season, man." So, I mean, and they got Fournette the other day. They got Shady McCoy. They got Ronald Jones, who is very promising. But then you got him and Fournette and, and Shady McCoy, who still has something left in the tank. And then you, they already have a solid defense. You got Shaq Barrett, Levante David. You got some young corners like Sean Murphy Bunting. He's supposed to look promising. Um, and then um, I think probably Earl Thomas, who just got re- released recently, will probably go there. I, I see that happening in the near future, if not Dallas. Do you, do you agree? Um, hold on. Go ahead and say that one more time. I was looking up the uh, Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl LV 55. Um, I was looking up the location. And it, it, is, in it is in Pampa. It's in Tampa Bay. Do you know where uh, my parents' hotel is at? Where? Right outside of Tampa Bay. Actually. I say we pull out loans. <laughs> go into debt. Let's go watch Tom. Let's go Tom. watch Tom Brady. Let's go watch Tom. 
in the Super Bowl. Honestly, I'm not excited for anybody other than Tom Brady on the Buccaneers. Like, I think Gronk's cool, that you know, but Tom Brady in a different uniform is just going to be so weird. He's been in the NFL for 20 years, same jersey, you know. I think it's just going to be exciting to watch. Um, but to move on, uh, at three, we ha- I have the Packers. I think, you know, you said you, you looked up uh, the spread for the Vikings, or I think you said spread or something, but Vikings – our favorite, our favorite to win, and I think they're a favorite to win the division. But I think the Packers are gonna. I think Aaron Rodgers is more motivated than ever because the Packers used their first round pick on a quarterback when Aaron Rodgers is still under contract for three to four years. What are you doing? Have you read the reports on that whole uh, the training camp situation that's going on down there? No, there, I would say. Um, I I read today that uh, they're saying Jordan Love is not looking impressive. Oh yeah, I did. Actually, I did. I, I saw the video where he couldn't even make it. <laughs> they did what, like, was it, like a five-yard throw into the net. Yes, and he didn't make it any time. And then Aaron Rodgers does it perfectly, the mm-hmm. flick of the wrist. Yeah, because he's just so insane. I don't know. I'm like, why would you draft a quarterback? You need a receiver. Your second receiver is Alan Lazard or maybe Valdez Scantling. I mean, because DeMarcus everyone Aaron. hates Aaron Rodgers, even the Green Bay Packers. Come on yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, but at four, I had the Dallas Cowboys. I think, you know, last year the division was right down to the wire and the Eagles ended up getting it. But I thought the Cowboys would probably be a better, you know, a tougher game for anybody to play in the playoffs than the freaking Eagles. But that's besides the point. Um, so, and they always have a stacked offense. They just added CeeDee Lamb to that. I mean, CeeDee Lamb, he's insane. If you've watched him in college, he's ridiculous. Um, and then at five, our first wildcard team in the NFC, I have the New Orleans Saints. I think, you know, I think that division's all – like all those teams are going to be, you know, getting games on each other. And, you know, it's going to be a close race between – specifically, it's going to be a close race, close race between the Saints, Bucks, Falcons. But I'm not, I'm not taking the Panthers out of it yet. I think the Panthers still have, um, have a shot of, you know, maybe being a third seed. But we'll see how the Falcons do because Todd Gurley is a real question for me. Um, and then at six, I have the 49ers – who are the Super Bowl runner-ups? I think uh, they're. I think they have a great team overall on offense and defense. There's nothing slowing them down. Uh, if Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, if their line would have blocked for a couple more seconds and he made that throw, the game could have been totally different because the Niners had the lead the lead for a majority of the game, and then it just took one bad play and it screwed it all up. But I Jimmy's mean, horrible. It's not horrible. Led the team to the Super Bowl. Anyways. Mr. Trubisky um, would have made that throw. Nah. Emmanuel Sanders wide open for a touchdown. He also, would have been, he also would have been running for his entire life because <laughs> the Bears offensive line is horrendous. But They are horrendous. But, dude, listen to this. My seventh seed in the NFC. I hope you don't have it. I have the Arizona Cardinals. That's a good one. I see our list is almost the exact same in the NFC. Um barring number seven and number three just gonna throw that out there and disclaimer neither of us uh shared our predictions um so we did all of this you know just uh you know coming up with the idea but we never talked about who we had at what seed or anything like that so yeah our nfc list was almost the exact same um i had the cardinals i put them basically at eight um so i would have thrown them in there but i have a different team let me add it. Give me one through seven. All right. So, with the NFC um, and the new uh, seven-team playoff format, 
number one, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, at number Rick, one. Yes, number one. Uh, my reasoning for that is the Bucks' offense is crazy ridiculous. I mean, Jameis Winston went 30 for 30, first ever in the 30-30 club. Um, and he led the league in uh, passing yards last year with the crazy duo of Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Um, the best, there's no arguing this, the best wide receiving duo in the entire league right now. Yeah. Um, I think with Gronk coming back, that's going to be crazy ridiculous as well. I mean, he's what is he six 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 seven? I think he's six seven. And uh, he's a crazy athlete. He took a year off, so hopefully that cleared up all of his injury stuff. Um, I believe he's been following the TB twelve training program, and that is what let Tom Brady play quarterback at the age of like what fifty five. But um. <laughs> joking there but uh yeah no I just think that they're going to be really good this year um and Tom Brady's going to throw for like a billion yards um possibility that being said I do have my number two team and uh this is where like I said our list gets really similar I have the Seattle Seahawks um I think that they're they always play decent defense um and you know they're mainly known for defense but um, I think with them, they're going to get Chris Carson back healthy and uh, Rashad Penny. That's going to be great for them. But um, I think the emergence of DK Metcalf is what really is going to set them apart, um, along with the trade for uh, Jamal Adams. They got rid of Bradley McDougal, and they replaced him with Jamal. So I think that is going to be um, something to see. They got the Legion of Boom coming back a little bit. Yeah, Cade, 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 let me stop you there. Breaking news, Chicago is expected to start Trubisk. I've been saying this, Trubisky, there was no QB competition this entire year. Uh, I'm talking about for the training camp, there was no QB competition. Everyone knew who was starting. And uh, Trubisky did, I will say, through what training camp reports I've seen from uh, the Chicago reporters, I've seen Trubisky's outplayed him every single day except for one. Um so the Bears are back. Mitch is back, baby. But um, shoot, where was I at? I was at number two with the Seahawks. Yeah. So number three, this is where we differ a little bit, and I'm a little offended on your list. But uh, I have the Chicago Bears. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> All right, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. I'm two listening. years ago, two years ago, we had a rookie head coach in Matt Nagy. And yep. we had Mitch on his second year. Yep. And um, who was the coach before Nagy? I'm not drawing a blank. I think it, it was, was it was John Fox. Freshman. John Fox, yeah, John Fox, horrendous, absolutely horrendous. Um, that was the year that we got uh, big neck. Oh, I can't. Hey, Super Bowl Glenn. champion coach, by the way, led the Denver Super Broncos to the Super Bowl and won. But go ahead. All right, all right, all right. We're talking. To, let's let's go on a little side note on that. Um, that he falls, he did not lead anything. They had Von Miller, Demarcus Ware, and they held MVP Cam Newton to what? I think it was 10 points. Uh, they, no, also that had, was, they also had Peyton Manning. So Yeah, but they had an old uh, – to be honest, that season, that was a Brock Osweiler, you know, where he showed some yeah. flashes and got paid a big contract because that defense was so great. So I will not give John Fox any credit. Um, good riddance to him. Hope he doesn't get another job. But um, anyway, so, yeah, with the Bears, last year – 
they had everything go wrong that they possibly could. I think Nagy's ego got into it a little bit, um, and he was not on his game with the play calling. Offensive line was absolutely atrocious, horrendous, uh, the worst offensive line I've seen us have in quite a few years. Um, Mitch is back. Uh, they lit a bit, little bit of a fire under him, you know, trading for Nick Foles, paying a backup. What is that? I think $18 million, $20 million, something crazy like that. Um, so they're going to do good. We got Akeem Hicks returning back, the most underrated interior defensive lineman. He was great. Him and Khalil Mack are going to go crazy. Uh, we got rid of Leonard Floyd because he did not produce. And we got Robert Quinn, a proven producer. So we got them. Um, the only real concern I have with them is uh, their offensive line. And uh, hopefully David Montgomery is not hurt. But I think we have enough weapons on offense to win with the great defense that we do have. Um, and I think any secondary, you know, we're missing out on a safety. But uh, we got Gibson uh, from the Browns, I want to say it was, or the Texans. So I think we're going to do pretty well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move on to number four because I talked about the Bears too much because they're my favorite team. But um, I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, yep, same there. Yep, that's what I said. Our list is very similar. I think that, you know, they just have too much talent as the Browns to be bad. Um, I do not like their acquisition of Mike McCarthy. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't know whether or not it's better. No, I know for a fact it is far worse than what they had in Jason Garrett. Um, Mike McCarthy is the worst coach I've ever seen in my life, maybe next to Lovey Smith. They're both horrendous coaches. Um, but uh, Mike McCarthy got one Super Bowl out of Aaron Rodgers, and then I don't think he did a single thing with Brett Favre. So, yeah, horrendous coach acquisition. But I do like their defense, their front seven. They signed uh, Everson Griffin. I think him and uh, Tank Lawrence on the outsides are going to be absolutely ridiculous. And they, did, they did have Gerald McCoy, but he got cut. Yeah, they cut him. And, that would have been nasty. Yeah, yeah, their front seven was ridiculous before that. But uh, they just got Randy Gregory reinstated. Yep. And I want to say they just got Alden Smith. And Alden Smith comeback is looking kind of nice right now. They're also um, – after post-free agency, they are 10th in the power rankings. Oh, really? So, Vikings are ninth. Yeah, I don't even care about the NFC North. People think they know, but they don't. Chicago has taken back the crown. We are the next dynasty. But um, So I'm going to move on from the Cowboys. I'm going to go with my fifth seed. And I had trouble doing this one based off of uh, Tampa Bay. You know, I feel like that division is a real, real toss-up. Um, and I just had the Bucks, you know, being far and away – not far and away better, but just a little bit better than the Saints. I think the Saints are going to have a great year as well. And so that's why I give them the number five seed, the first wild card team. Um, and then Sunday, a week from Sunday. Yep. First matchup, man. That's exciting. Let's go. Okay, good. Yeah, the NFL season is going to be crazy. I mean, every single year, I don't know if you think it, but I just think, wow, it gets crazier and crazier. You know, no one knows anything. And yeah. then uh, especially with this whole COVID year, I mean, people opting out, um, you know, teams not having as much time to prepare and just, you know, all the precautionary stuff, stuff like that. I think it's going to be a wild season. But um the Saints are going to be crazy. Did you hear that they're talking to – are trying to talk to Jadavion Clowney? I did see that. That would be nice for them. That would be nice. They need to get their defense stoutened up, and, you know, they will – because they have good playmakers on defense with um, uh, Marshawn Lattimore and uh, Marcus Williams, Cam Jordan. 
Um, so, yeah, I think they got talent. They really do. Um, with, I'm going to move on to the sixth seed. Um, I'm going San Francisco 49ers. Yep, same there. I wanted to put them where the Seahawks were, but I think they're going to regress just slightly. Um, they did lose Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing with them, though, regardless of any acquisitions or departures, you know, they lost to Forrest Buckner. I think the biggest thing is people are going to catch on to uh, – Oh, what's his name? I can't. Uh, Kyle Shanahan's play calling. I think that's a big thing, you know. Um, I think that he still will do great as a head coach and a, a play caller on offense with his designs and his runs and everything. But I think that teams are going to catch up on a little bit, and he's going to have to work twice as hard this year. Let me go um, on a little tangent real quick. I agree with that, but I think they already have, and for this reason right here. So Kyle Shanahan, before he got the job as the head coach for the Niners, which he's done a great job, you know, when he didn't have Jimmy G, they were terrible. And then Jimmy G comes in, they freaking win, what, was it 14 games or something? Was it, was it 14 or 13? Um, I said first season with Jimmy Graham, he did get hurt, so you can't count that. But uh, I know he was undefeated with Jimmy, or, uh, Jimmy G in his first uh, – his first season, uh, they won the last, what, four games of their season? I don't know. Four or six or so. Anyways, what I was saying is so before that, he was the OC for the Atlanta Falcons when they made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Matt Ryan had an MVP year. Guess what? They blew a lead and lost that Super Bowl 28 uh, 3. Yeah. Lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then he loses, he blows another lead to Kansas City, which I get it because they were both really good teams, but you had that big of a, you had a big lead. Come on. 20 to 10. I think they've already figured it out. Like, it may take a little bit of time during the games to figure it out, but they still figure it out right in time to make, make a comeback. You know what I mean? So, I feel – but go ahead. Yeah, I, I just wanted to go off on that because he is um, – he has great <clears throat> on his team, but he can't get the job done. Oh, yeah, no, that's definitely worth noting. Uh, he's got to have that little bit of clutch factor. I don't know how clutch a coach can really be, but, uh, yeah, he definitely needs to have uh, some way of not blowing leads. He is a lead blower, uh, yeah. as he's proven. Um, but then after the 49ers, my last seed, uh, who'd you go with the Cardinals? Yep. Yeah. I was, I was switching between these two teams. I ended up deciding to go with the one I picked and that is the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm, okay. I think that Carson Wentz stays healthy at least for, you know, three quarters of the season this year. And, uh, I do believe that the Eagles will make the playoffs this year as they had the past two years. I want to say three years, um, and I think Carson Wentz is going to play very well this year. Um, hopefully, with uh, who was our new wide receiver? Uh, dude out of TCU, Jalen Rieger. Oh yeah, Jalen Rieger. Yeah. yeah. No, I think they're going to play well. And even if he does get hurt, God forbid, don't want anyone to get hurt. But do you know what that means? What does that mean? It means Jalen hurts. Oh my goodness gracious! Imagine a Jalen hurts Nick Foles type season coming in at the end of the year. And just playing lights out. Would be amazing. That would be amazing. But I still don't want Carson Wentz to get hurt. He's a great guy and everything. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so that ends off my NFC list. You want to go ahead and move on to our playoff predictions? So in the playoffs, um, I'll just do my entire bracket. So that it just goes quicker. Um, so in the AFC, I have the number four seed and the number five seed, Bills, Pats. So a little AFC East matchup right there. And then they, the winner of that will play the number one seed, Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Pats getting the wild card dub against the Bills. And then I have – it's Colts-Texans at three and six, and then Ravens versus Browns. I have the Colts beating the Texans going to the divisional, and I have the Ravens 
losing to the Cleveland Browns. Oh, really? Okay, we <laughs> both had that matchup as well. It gets crazier. It gets crazier. So, number one Chiefs taking on the number five Pats. Number three Colts taking on the number seven Browns. I'm not going to be biased, okay? If I think the Colts are, can win, I think the Colts can win. It just happens, you know? There is a little bit of bias with everything you do, though. Um, oh, you can be biased in literally every aspect of your yes, life. Yes, yeah, it's true. So, it, it's, it's hard. But I have the number one, the number one overall Chiefs taking an L at home against Cameron Newton and the New England Patriots. Really? So, <laughs> so then I have Browns going into Lucas Oil and beating the Colts. Philip Rivers can't. Philip Rivers has had like you know he's had these times where he's been on a good team, had good weapons. You know, he didn't have an offensive line, but he had a decent defense. Had all like. You know, he had weapons, but he couldn't get the job done. Now, I'm not hoping for that to happen. I'm rooting for it to happen, but I'm just saying, you know, it. I mean, it, there's a possibility it could happen because it's happened in the past, and he's been in, on the same team for Can I ask years. you a question? Can I ask you a question? Does uh, does Phillip Rivers throw a down one score late in the game, preferably under two minutes, uh, intercepting the lose and crush the whole, uh, hearts of all of the Colts fans? No, I think it's going to – if, if – um, in this situation – yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Uh, in this situation, I think the Browns will just <clears throat> just they'll have on a two, they'll have a two score lead at the end of the game. So it won't be necessarily that, but I think you know I think the Browns will take it. I mean, I'm just predicting right now. I I don't. I'd have to see how the teams play. I'm hoping. I think the Colts are going to be great. Obviously, I'm a Colts fan, diehard. Um, but. I'm just making predictions. I'm making bold predictions also. Now, would this actually happen? Probably not, but I'm just being cool. I mean, I think it's just exciting to think of, you know. So, in the AFC then, I have the number five Pats taking on the number seven Browns. So, now I'm going to do my NFC, and then we'll get the two conference championship games. So, in the NFC, I have the number four Cowboys taking on the number five Saints. I have the number five Saints getting the win, taking on the number one Seahawks. And then we have the number three Packers and the number six 49ers. And then we have the number two Bucks versus the number seven Cardinals, which I think would be a very good game. So I have the Bucks taking the win and the 49ers taking the win. So we have one upset right there, and the other one is, you know, Bucks beating the number two seed. So then I have Bucks, Niners, Seahawks, Saints. I have the Seahawks getting the win in at home against New Orleans. And then I have the Bucks hosting the Niners and beating them. It's Bucks, Seahawks, and then Browns, Pats. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? thought? So in the AFC, I'm just having fun with this, Cade. But oh I, yeah, no, I it's always you add a new team into the playoffs that changes the whole game. Oh, it's, it's exciting to think about. I'll you say, have no idea what could happen. No clue. Because you're like, I wasn't going to prepare for them. You know, like this was usual. You wouldn't be preparing for anybody but the the seed. And the two them. seed gets a bye week. The two seed gets a minute to relax. You know. Extra film time, like you know, less practice, but now they get. But now they gotta play. If you're too, gotta play constantly. It's a long road. This is like in uh, Talladega Nights when he says, "If you ain't first, you're last. You, <laughs> you're yeah. up out of luck, buddy." But uh, so I got the Pats Browns. Pats are the five seeds, so they're gonna get the home, the home game in Foxborough. Baker Mayfield's gonna go in there and take down Cam Newton and get the the talented Browns roster to the Super Bowl. And then I have the Seahawks at number one and the number two 
Bucks. The Bucks go into Seattle, get a dub, and we're going to call it Tampa Bay because he's it's going to be the first ever team to go and host a Super Bowl and win it because the Bucks are going to beat the Browns 45 to 14. That's my prediction. It's not even going to be a blowout because the Browns were uh, all these games that they're winning. I think it's going to be pretty close all the way through except that Colts one, obviously, I just said 14 because why not? Um, but I think uh, at least two possession game. So the Browns are going to go in the Tampa Bay, take an L, 45 <laughs> to 14, and the MVP of that game is going to be Rob Gronkowski. Really? That is a bold MVP take. All right, yep. so um, I'm going to go ahead and go through my playoff prediction. Mine was a lot less bold than yours, I will say. Um, but, you know, you got to be bold. Oh, yeah, got to be bold sometimes. I agree. Definitely, you know, it was – I was thinking about it the entire time, and I would love a Browns to the Super Bowl. Um, that isn't a, you know, a bathroom humor joke. I would actually they, love to they see – They have the know, talent to do so. They have the talent to do so. That's 100% you can't, so you can't kill me for that. You can't kill me for saying that because they do have the talent to do so. Although I have them as the seventh seed, they do have the talent to make to make a Super Bowl at least. I agree 100%. The only thing is, the only thing that really, you know, it just sounds weird saying that because they're the Cleveland Browns, you know? Yep. Who wants to go to Cleveland? Nobody. Exactly. Yep. But, um, yeah, no, they have tremendous amount of talent, and I think that's a 100% a possibility. Um, they just got to prove to us that they're not the, the same old Browns. Yep. But um, I'll go ahead and start. Mine I'll start in the AFC as well. Um, and with my round one, I have uh, – the number two seed and seven seed, uh, Ravens versus Browns, Ravens being the two seed. Um, I have the Ravens going in there, and I actually have the Ravens beating the Browns. Okay. Um, so, you know, I think Lamar Jackson gets his first playoff win, and I think that that will give him a little bit of momentum and confidence. And I think that, uh, you know, as talented as the Browns are, I just think with the good offense, uh, the great offense that um, the Ravens had last year, which a lot of people uh, either didn't realize or forgot about, they had more touchdowns than they did punts. <laughs> Who does that? Mm-hmm. They're, but they're going to be a great team, I think. And then just with that combined with the defense that they have, um, you know, I just don't see them losing in round one. Um, I'll drop it down to my uh, three and six game, uh, three being the Bills, six being the Steelers. I got the Bills going in there. I got Josh Allen continuing his playoff success, and I have the, the Bills beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, I think Big Ben got him there, and, uh, you know, the defense carried him a little bit along the way. But um, I just see that Buffalo Bills offense uh, taking another step next year, and um, I see them being pretty good uh, with the addition of Stephon Diggs. And a lot of people forget John Brown on the other outside. So that's going to be wild. But um, – yeah. And then I'll go to my four and five. I have the uh, the Colts playing the Titans, Colts being the four seed. Um, and I actually have an upset. This is my lone upset in the, uh, huh. the playoffs this time. So I have the Titans going into Lucas Oil and beating the Colts. Um, I think Phillip Rivers is, once again, I'm going to use this run-on joke constantly because you're a Colts fan. He's going to throw a uh, under-two-minute, one-score game at interception and to crush your guys' hearts in round one. Um, going into round two, I have the number one Chiefs playing the number five Titans. You know, they give Patrick Mahomes a little time to go spend, you know, I don't know, however much of his $503 million contract he just got. But, you know, he's going to live life a little bit. Chili's going to get filmed. Um, 
And then it is not going to be anything like last year. They're just going to come out the gate swinging, and they're going to absolutely destroy the Titans um, in that game. There's going to be no chance of a victory from uh, the Titans. Then I'll go to my two and three game, Ravens and Bills. I think that this is going to be a lot closer game. Um, I can see there it possibly being, you know, a 14-point Raven dub, but I lo- I'd consider it to be inside seven points. I just think that uh, – Bills the Bucks. main difference is going to be uh, Lamar over Josh Allen in that. Yeah. Um, they both have two great defenses, but I just think Lamar, especially with uh, hopefully a healthy Marquise Brown, and then I think by this time, J.K. Dobbins, I think he's going to emerge as a, you know, a great weapon in the offense if he doesn't do it sooner. Um, and so I just think that they have uh, a few more offensive weapons and, uh, right there. Um, that being said, uh, that'll be the, that'll be a Chiefs Ravens uh, conference finals, hmm. um, AFC Championship. So I will have... into the NBA there, Cade. <laughs> you said what? I said we got into the NBA a little bit there, Cade. Conference final. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I'll go into my uh, NFC. It's actually really dark in here, but um, the NFC. My one seed is the Bucks, so they'll get a first round bye. Um, so that brings us to the uh, number two seed Seattle Seahawks and the number seven seed Eagles. I think this will be a pretty close game. Um, who knows if it's Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts starting? I don't. And it's a rematch from last year, right? <clears throat> it is a rematch from me. Uh, rematch from last year. Um, I think that uh, the Seahawks defense. I think it's going to be a real close game. I don't think it's going to be high scoring at all. Um, but I think the Seahawks will edge out the Eagles in this one. Um, Going to the next game, I have the number three seed Bears versus the number six seed 49ers. Now, I think this is going to be a real low-scoring game, um, which the Bears play well in. I think that uh, – <clears throat> I think Mitch is going to play average. I'm not saying he's going to light up anything. But I think the biggest thing in this is I believe that the Bears' defense is better than the 49ers' defense. And I think that they will be able to um, – hold the 49ers offense down well enough to get us a dub. And so I think that uh, the Bears are going to win that game. Bringing me to my four and five seed game, I have the number four seed Dallas Cowboys versus the number five Saints. I think that this is going to be the most exciting uh, playoff game from round one. Um, and I actually have the Cowboys winning this one. So no upset, no upsets in the NFC. Um, I have the Cowboys winning. I just think that their offensive talent, uh, mixed with their offensive line is going to be ridiculous. And then, uh, you know, as good as the Saints' defense is, the Cowboys' defense, I mean, they're they're elite uh, with the front seven. Um, and I think that it's going to be, uh, you know, relatively high-scoring game, but I still think that the Cowboys are going to edge them out. Um, going into round two, I have the number one Bucks versus the number four Cowboys. I think that that isn't going to be super close. I think uh, – you know, Tom Brady's going to take control early, and I think that uh, he's going to overall just handle that game, and they're going to get, you know, a relatively easy uh, game. Um, and then under them, I have the number two Seattle Seahawks and the number three Bears. I think that this one's going to be more high-scoring than the 49ers game. Um, I think Russ is going to escape the pockets a few times um, and, you know, throw some uh, deep passes, hopefully none for touchdowns. But – uh I just think he's going to be able to extend more plays and do more exciting things and uh, score a little bit more. So I have uh, actually have the Bears winning that game as well, um, which might be a bold prediction to you. But uh, that'll be an upset, number three Bears. 
Um, so then I would have the uh, – in the conference championship, I would have it uh, Chiefs, Ravens, and then Bucks versus Bears. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw the, the Chiefs uh, over the Ravens. I think that both teams are great. Both teams are elite. But I'm not betting against Pat Mahomes next year. I'm just not going to do it. I did it last year in the Super Bowl. Um, I think defense wins championships, but not when you're playing the greatest player to ever touch football. Um, and then I have uh, the Bucks versus the Bears. As much as I would like to say the Chicago Bears are going to the Super Bowl, we all know they're what's going not because it's Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. <laughs> now Tom going. Brady is going to go into. Uh, he's going to bring the uh, or go to the Super Bowl. He's going to host his own Super Bowl. That's going to be crazy to see. I'll probably be a lot of partying down there. It'll look like a good time, but um. Did you already do your Super Bowl 55 picks? I did. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Gronk. Brown. Yeah, Gronk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so uh, in the Super Bowl, I have the Chiefs over the Bucks. Shut up. Yes. I wanted to say, you know, home field and all that, but I do have the Chiefs winning 35 to 28. I think they're going to score some points. No. But I'm just not betting against Patrick Mahomes. Rick I can't Fletcher do it. Fletcher is crying right now. Drake Fletcher is teary-eyed sad oh, his, mustache is, <laughs> his mustache is collecting all the tears it's gonna be a rough one for yes him. but um and then my super bowl mvp he will win back-to-back super bowl mvps and it will be patrick mahomes and it will be rightful this time it won't be because somebody else had a totally no. great game and he just got it because he's patrick mahomes yes um, so with that being said we uh, both have the bucks going to the super bowl but we do have different afc uh, representatives and different champions, so that's always fun. But we do think that Tampa Bay is going to be alive and well and great. I would say. Oh uh, yes, one hundred percent. But next, greatest greatest football player of all time. Yeah, yeah, he is. Regardless of what you say, six he is rings. You cannot argue that there is a greater quarterback or player. I I would say you can't argue that. As of right no, now, you cannot. You cannot argue. There, I mean, there are guys in the league right now. Um, well, There's one in particular. Yeah, Pat, Pat Mahomes has the ability to be the greatest football player of all time. But, I mean, he's already got a ring, and he's only – last year was his first year actually starting. No, it was two years ago before that. It was his yeah, first two year actually ago. starting. And his first year starting, he won an MVP. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did do that, yeah. Um, but next we can go into our NFL honors predictions. This should be, you know, at least maybe 10, 15 minutes, just kind of explaining who we have winning, why we can kind of banter about it. Um, so we have MVP coach of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, uh, comeback player of the year, offensive player of the year and defensive player of the year. So I'll have, uh, you start off. Who is your MVP, Caden? Ooh, my MVP, I'm going to say it, go, you know, go safe here, but um, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. And, you know, this is going to be really important for him uh, because this is going to solidify him as, you know, like not just a player that uh, has done really well um, for a few seasons and then, you know, kind of falls off. Uh, hmm. No, this is a player who is going to be legitimately great almost every single year. Actually, it would be every single year. He's going to be legitimately great. He plays, hopefully. Um, and I just have him going stupid, ridiculous, crazy numbers. I mean, he's going to have, you know, all his, uh, all his receivers back. I think he actually gets a better running back this year and a better one to catch passes than Clyde Edwards Hilaire. 
So I think, you know, they're just going to go ridiculous. I think Miko Hardman's going to uh, ball out this year. And with a, a receiving duo, or a, it would be a, a quad at that time with uh, Sammy Watkins, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and uh, who else did I say? Miko Hardman, you know, throwing in quad, Clyde Edwards Hilaire over there. I just think that that offense is going to be something special. Um, it will be, yeah. And then my offensive player of the year, I'm gonna. Are you gonna go MVP? How are we gonna uh, do this? We can just go back and forth. Um, oh, okay. My Good. MVP may get may get you a little teary eyed. Now it's not it's not a Bears player. No, it is a man that had who didn't get a single vote last year when he had an amazing year, and a man that has won and been to multiple Super Bowl. He's been to multiple Super Bowls. Won at least one. But he's never gotten the award. I don't even know that he's ever gotten a vote. Yeah, he didn't get a vote last year, which is ridiculous. I know. I don't think he's gotten a vote ever. Yeah, I don't think I don't know so either. And he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League for years. This guy, oh man, this guy's one of the best players I've seen touch a football. I'm not gonna lie to you, he is ridiculous. He's very. I feel like he's very underrated at times because I feel, because you got names like Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes. Nobody really talks about this guy as often as they should. Russell Wilson is my pick for MVP. I think he finally gets it done, as I do have them getting the one seed. So there's a perfect respect on his name. Yeah, dude. And I think he just has a crazy year. I mean, they added Philip Dorsett. You got DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett. You see, they just signed uh, Josh Gordon back. Yeah, they did. I forgot to say, say that, yeah. Josh Gordon's back, and he has the potential to be one of the best receivers also, as he did lead the league in receiving yards when he played for the Browns a while back. <laughs> His one so, year he actually played. He just yeah, and he was smoking marijuana the entire time. So uh, High as a kite and sometimes a little tipsy before every game. <laughs> yeah, and still led the league in receiving yards. What, an, what a man. On the Browns. Yes, and, dude. And not the Baker Mayfield Browns with talent. No, the Browns who started probably like 35-year-old rookie Brandon Whedon. <laughs> or probably uh, Colt McCoy, one of those. Two. Colt McCoy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so – and then we can go into coach of the year. Who do you have? With the coach of the year – um. I don't know that this player or this uh, person has ever won Coach of the Year. Probably I'll look it up. But um, I have Bruce Arians getting Coach of the Year. Um, I think that the Bucks will have the best record in the NFL this year, um, and that's why I give it to him over uh, Cheeseburger Boy Andy Reid. Um, <laughs> so I do have Bruce Arians uh, having Coach of the Year because you know he is an offensive-minded coach, and I see Tom Brady in Tampa Bay absolutely snapping. Uh, with Mike <laughs> Evans, Gronk, and uh, Chris Godwin. <laughs> yeah, they will snap, as you would say. Um, now, the only reason I disagree with that is because I feel like with all the moves they've made, it's pretty much guaranteed they're going to be good and be a playoff team. So I feel like Bruce Arians wouldn't get it just because that's obvious, you know. I feel like the mm-hmm. coach of the year should be a team that, like, everybody underlooked that team and everybody, like, said, oh, they're going to be garbage or bad, you know. So that's why I have Kevin Stefanski, first-year head coach from the coming over from the Minnesota Vikings, going to Cleveland, who I have making the Super Bowl, which this is a regular season award, by the way. So I have Kevin Stefanski, who who's leading the Browns in the playoffs for the first time in years. Like, I'm talking years. They were 0-16 before they got Baker Mayfield, like a few years back. Now I have them making the Super Bowl, and I have Kevin Stefanski being coach of the year. So – I think the Browns are going to be good under his system. Hopefully, 
um, with obviously with my predictions, I think that um, I think at least highly that they'll make the playoffs. So and then didn't the Browns have, go fifteen and one or uh, not fifteen and one one and fifteen the year before the zero uh, and sixteen season? Yeah, I think so. Or two because I think Hugh Jackson said he was going to jump into some lake. I don't even remember what it was. He said he's going to jump into a lake and uh, if he did worse. And what are the odds? Couldn't win one. And th- did they say that uh, they were going to let the entire city get uh, Bud Light? <laughs> the entire <laughs> arena, and they didn't even win a game that year. Yeah, free Bud uh, Light for Cleveland. Nope. Uh, but now we can go to offensive rookie of the year. Now this is a tough one, Kate. This is a I tough know because there's I a bunch had... of different rookies that could go and be great. Now I think a runner-up for me would be Jerry Judy. I think he's going to be great. Um, but I think my pick is going to be Joey B. Joe Burrow. I think I think I the like I think I think the Bengals win max six games. But I think he's going to have a good season. He's going to impress. He's going to show promise. And I think he's going to show his potential. And he's going to be the offensive rookie of the year. I do like that pick. Um, but like you said, I don't know that the Bengals are going to do too well this year. So um, I actually went a different different direction. Uh, my runner-up would have to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Hmm. And uh, guess who's going to be my offensive rookie of the year? I want to be bold and say J.K. Dobbins because you're an Ohio State fan. See, you know, I didn't even cross my mind, believe it or not, J.K. Dobbins. No, I have Henry Ruggs III being Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, I don't know if you saw, but Tyrell Williams just got hurt. Uh, You know, no one likes to see that. But um, I think Henry Ruggs is going to be wide receiver one uh, in Oakland. And I just think that he is going to be Tyreek Hill Jr. Um, and, you know, maybe could possibly even play better than him. Yeah. Uh, he was the first receiver selected. And I think that he is going to ha- uh, start out right out of the gates, uh, you know, being good. Which I thought was honestly ridiculous that he went first, by the way. But that's a different story for a different day. Um, but then we can go defensive rookie of the year. And I want you to start because I think I know who you're going to pick. And I don't think you have any idea who I'm going to pick. Because it's not going to be your boy, Chase. That's not who I picked. Cause See, that's you, know, you thought you knew. And you were absolutely 100% correct. Uh, Chase Young is the 100%. Unless, you know, God forbid an injury. I pray not. absolutely love Chase Young. That man is elite. He is going to be defensive rookie of the year. Uh, he is a lock for any, you know, he is the most likely winner um, for any award this season. Yeah. Um, and he is a lock at defensive rookie of the year. You cannot tell me otherwise. See, I didn't want to do that because I thought it was too obvious. And I obviously this dude's a beast. He's going to have a monster year if he plays the entire year, which I hope he does because I want to see what he's capable of doing because I've seen him in practice already. He's a monster. And he doesn't, even, he doesn't, even, he doesn't even keep his jersey down all the way, Kate. He puts it halfway up like Zeke did. In practice, dude, he's ripped, shreds. Um, but um, my defensive rookie of the year is another Ohio State boy that was selected third overall by the Detroit Lions, Jeffrey. Oh, I like that. Jeffrey I Okuda. I did not see you going that direction. I do like that though. And the reason being is because they got rid of Darius Slay. That was their number one corner. So this guy's going to be able to come in and be either number one or number two. I think they did get Desmond Trufant, I believe. So he may be a slot corner. Or number two, but I think he's going to have a good year. I think, um, I think he'll probably get. I'm going to say four picks this season, which is four picks. I was about to say that it's not crazy, but you know that's that's still you know uh, for a rookie, you're, you're going to get money though. 
You're going to get yeah. money. You're going to get a decent contract. You're getting four picks a year. Yeah, dude. Um, so, I, I mean, I think he's going to – he'll have three to four, I think, um, just because I feel like people are going to try to look his way because they don't think – you know, he's a rookie. You know what I mean? So, like, you're going oh, yeah. his way, so you're just going to toss the ball up, and then it's going to – you know, and Kirk Cousins does enjoy throwing picks from time to time, so – and they play them twice. Um, but then we got comeback player of the year. Who do you have as comeback player of the year? Um, I think a lot of people are going to lean this way. Um, I actually – the reason I have him winning it is because I believe that they will make the playoffs. So, I have uh, for my comeback player of the year, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, not a big Ben fan by any means. I think he's going to go in there. He's, he, you know, he's a veteran. Uh, he's been playing the game for a long, long time. Uh, you know, he's done well for a long, long time. And I just think that uh, mentally he's going to be sharp. If his body can hold up, I, I think he's going to be the obvious comeback player of the year. I mean, I definitely could see that, yeah. Um, but I, as a anti-Steelers person, I just – I despise them with a passion. I hate them. Um, but, um, that's the franchise that I hate the most actually. So oh, I hate the Steelers the most too, dude. You don't understand what it, I mean, I'm sure you do. Cause everyone and their brother is an, uh, a Pittsburgh Steelers fan in the state of Indiana. Yeah. From like, where we're from every original. Yeah. Don't, why do you, why you didn't, you've never been to Pittsburgh. You've never been to Pennsylvania. You've never been, you've never been a state away from Pennsylvania. So why are you? Your dad's from Richmond, Indiana. And you mean to tell me you're a Pittsburgh, there's more Pittsburgh Steelers fans in in our age bracket than there are Dallas Cowboys fans. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. I don't understand what is so appealing about the Pittsburgh Steelers, but um, you know, I'm more than happy to talk Pittsburgh Steelers because I love the game of football. And I feel like I have I'm, I have a football mind, but I would never root for the Steelers or pick a Steelers person to win an award because screw that. Um, but I have as comeback player of the year. I do not have the man who paid off a woman in college to not talk about him sexually assaulting her. Not Big Ben. I have Cameron Newton. I have Cameron Newton. Cam Newton, former MVP, coming into Bill Belichick's system and playing lights out as I do have them being the fifth seed in the playoffs. Um, I think Cameron Newton is going to be a dog. and I think he's going to go back to his old ways and uh, show signs. I think he's going to get an extension at the end of the year to become the next quarterback for at least the, the next three, four years for the New England Patriots. Um, offensive player of the year. I'll go first since I've let you get the last two. I'm going to go with Phillip Rivers. Now I feel like he's going to limit his picks because he does have Come a decent, on, man. he does have decent weapons and he has the best <laughs> offensive line of football like we've said. I think he'll have a good year. I think he'll have at least thirty touchdowns, which isn't. I mean, that's not that's a lot, but it's it's kind of not outrageous. Yeah, that's not outrageous. You know, I think he could have thirty to thirty-five. I'm not Pat through fifty go more than first year as a starter. You say what? Pat through fifty first year as a starter. So you know, anything's possible. And he didn't even have an offensive line, Cade. Yeah. <laughs> so he has the best offensive line in football. He's going to have time to throw. He's going to have time to make plays. And I think he's still got a lot left in the tank, at least two years, I think. Maybe he won't spend that other year with the Colts, but who knows. Um, I think Phil Rivers goes out, competes. He's a guy that loves to compete. I've watched a lot of film recently on him when he played for the Chargers because obviously there's not a lot for the Colts other than practice. You but. saw a lot of one-score fourth quarter under two-minute interceptions, huh? <laughs> dude, dude, we're not even going to get started on the Mitchell Trubisky trade. I'm not even going to get on that, dude. 
But um, yeah, stay Phillip, away from my quarterback. Philip Rivers is, I think, I think he's for right now he's underrated because a lot of people are thinking he's not going to do you know crazy. Not, he's not going to do nothing crazy. He's just going to be himself. I think he's going to change a lot. I think he, I think being back with Sirianni and Frank Reich is going to change him. Going to get him more motivated to play. He's got a lot of new faces in the locker room. He said he loves Indianapolis. I think he's. I think it's going to be a great fit for him. So that leaves me with you. Who do you have as your offensive player of the year? Oh, offensive player of the year. I currently have, you know, this might not be bold or anything, but I got Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Um, I think that he's going to have another just tremendous year. Um, he just got paid. What more could the dude want? I think having Teddy Bridgewater instead of who they have, Kyle Allen, I think yep. having Teddy Bridgewater there is going to help out a good bit. Um and, uh, you know, I think that offense is – because, I mean, they knew 99% of the time who was getting the ball last year with Christian McCaffrey. He can just do it all. He can run. He can catch. He can, you know, make people miss. I just think he is the uh, best running back in the NFL, but he's just a great player. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, but that leaves us with defensive player of the year. And I'm going to – I want you to go first because you're not going to – you're not even – you're going to be so shocked by my pick. It's going to be kind of crazy. So I want you to go ahead – this is our last uh, award we're giving out. So, yes, player of the year, who you got? All right, my defensive player of the year, he got robbed of it two years ago. Absolutely robbed. They gave it to Aaron Donald. This player is Khalil Mack. He's going to come out there. He's going to get at least 13 and a half sacks. I would take the over on that one. And uh, he's going to play lights out, having a healthier defense with a – you know, Trevathan back, the addition of Robert Quinn's going to definitely take off a lot of pressure. And then Akeem Hicks being healthy, he's just going to get, you know, he's going to get a lot more uh, better looks um, on the line because we have so many other players to look out for. And I think that he's going to have an insane year. And I think he's going to be a big reason on why we get to the conference championship game. I mean, I kind of see it. I kind of see it. How I mean, he did get robbed that year. He had a tremendous year. That was his first year with the Bears, correct? Uh, first year with the Bears, and if you uh, most people don't remember, he got traded like what was it two weeks before the season or yeah. a week before the season? So people didn't even know if he was going to play week one. And also, and the first week he had a pick six. He had a pick six, and he had a, a strip fumble. I mean, he was he or a strip sack. He was crazy. He was went absolutely bananas his first game, and you know you could tell his big ass was out of shape. Yeah, because he was huffing and puffing on the sideline, but he yeah. just made an instant impact. Yeah. Um, I think he's honestly probably – he's one of the best defensive players. You could argue he is the best talent. Um, but I think, you know, last year he was kind of quiet, you know. I didn't really hear much about him. I don't, did he get – I don't think he got hurt, did he? Um, I don't know that he missed a few games. I mean, I worked a ton last year, so I didn't get to catch all the games. And, you know, the Bears are an out-of-market team. But my my thing for that, uh, him be, having a quiet year last year, which if you look at the stats, he still had, you know, an above-average above year for, you know, a lot of players. But um, Akeem Hicks got hurt early in the season. And at that point, they could just focus on Khalil Mack. And it was a lost season. I don't want to question, you know, his uh, – you know, not heart necessarily, but, you know, it was a lost season last year. We went from, you know, 12-4, and four, uh, you know, playing great to uh, just having, I mean, offense troubles, you know. Uh, I, I would get a little, little bit tired of going out there, giving, playing my heart out just to have uh, Mitch Trubisky, Matt Nagy, and the offensive line just 
have a, a horrendous game. Yeah. But um, injuries were a big part of that defense's step back last year. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have – now, I have a guy – I'll just say this. We both have Bears players, Kate. But really? It, but it's not Khalil Mack. Is it going to be a safety? I have Eddie Jackson winning yes, sir. player of the year. Now, look, I, yes, I, looked up, I looked up some of his stats. So, in 2017, he had two picks. He had one touchdown. So, I'm guessing one of those was a pick six. And then 2018, he had six interceptions with two touchdowns and only played 14 games. So, the, on 2017, 2019, he played 16 games. 2018, he played 14 games, I meant. I don't know if I said 16, but he played 14 games. So, 2019, he had two picks again and no touchdowns and played every game. This season, I'm predicting at least four interceptions, just like Okuda. I think he'll have four or more because you're bound to have – if you got – I mean, if, ever, if anyone believes in, like, you know, you're not consistent, but, like, every other year you can do something, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, he went from two to six to two – and now I'm going to think he's going to have four to six in between that range, maybe a couple of touchdowns, maybe a touchdown. Um, I think, you know, he's, he's arguably one of the better safeties in the National Football League. And they have a good defense. And there's going to be a lot of teams wanting to throw on them because they're the Bears, you know. And they're not going to want to run because their defensive line is stacked. So you're going to, want, you're going to have to throw. So, I mean, if you throw it deep, Eddie Jackson's is going to be where, on there waiting for you. So, I mean. Uh, he's a ball hawk. I about to say, I actually love that pick. I really do. I think Eddie Jackson is the most underrated safety in the entire National Football League. Um, I don't know if you know this, but last year, uh, guess how many uh, touchdowns he gave up when he was playing coverage? Who or how many? Eddie Jackson, zero. Zero touchdowns given up last year. He's an elite safety. Um, I feel like part of the reason last year with his drop in picks is, um, you know, our defensive line definitely didn't play as well. I mean, a big part to Akeem Hicks being hurt. And I think that just with the pressure that uh, Khalil Mack, Robert Quinn, and Akeem Hicks are going to bring on quarterbacks, I think that, uh, you know, quarterbacks are going to be rushed, you know, not quite, you know, look at the full picture. And Eddie Jackson's going to go in and swoop. I'd, I'd say at least five interceptions next year. Yep. And keep in mind, the defensive player of the year this year had six interceptions in Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. And he's solid. And he's a corner, though, not a safety. So Yeah. That, yeah. But. I like that pick. Thank you. Um, but that was – Going to that is going to be our first episode of the In the Angel podcast. We will try to get this at least once a week, um, maybe more if we're if we're feeling ourselves. But um, thank you, Cade, and um, I'm happy to have you as my co-host. Or we're both co-hosts. I'm not going to take you know leadership of this, even though I did create it. I'm not going to be that guy. Um, but I'm you're the lone returner from last season. <laughs> so. I mean, we just love sports. We love sports banter. It, I mean, I think it's good for everyone to get their own opinion out, especially on sports, because it's something you can argue about but, got, but not get too heated about. Um, so, I mean, who knows what we're going to be doing next. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it. And thank you, Kate, again. And that's going to be all for us here in the end zone. All right. Yes, sir. I appreciate you for having me on. Um... And, yeah, that's about it. I'd say I look forward to keep continuing.